to help support this podcast and get exclusive bonus content and rewards, make a monthly pledge at patreon.com slash universe box. And, and remember, remember to, to think, think outside. outside. Where's the white? I saw uni walking him that way. Whoa. Hang on, Dwight. We got a busy night ahead. What's that? <laughs> this guy's hilarious. <laughs> I was going to replace that lamp anyway. Must be my lucky night. Welcome to Legends of Gotham, where we talk about Fox's hit series Gotham, set in the world of Batman. I'm Bill Meeks. And I'm Anne-Marie D. Simone. And we are here for a fantastical, fantastical event. Yes. And that event is the return of one Mr. Jerome Velasca. <laughs> Velasca? Velasca? <laughs> Calm it down, Anne-Marie. No laughing. No laughing aloud. This is not a fun, fun show. Oh. This is a talk, talk show. <laughs> <laughs> okay okay we've creeped people out enough uh, but we are coming have at, we though at you, have we really as we usually do <laughs> tuesday night 8 30 p.m est at twitch.tv slash universe box or live.universebox.com and we have a lot of lovely people over in our chat room with us like lone wolf pack and mike pasqua and uh us <laughs> uh, so- us talking to we uh caster Kid Bills. Oh, yeah. It's a party. Yeah, Get Caster, there. Caster goes, Jerome. Jerome. And I'm sure Jerome will be making his appearance as usual. Oh, yeah. Uh, we can always count on Jerome in the chat room or, or some facsimile thereof. Yes. Uh, but yeah, yeah. Pe- people are, uh, you know, starting to come over there. You know, we, we got a couple minutes late uh, getting started. Uh, some technical issues. Technical problems. It happens. Yes. It happens. Uh, yeah, but uh, you know what? Let's skip that. Uh, yeah. Nobody wants to talk nobody about the ca- problems. Nobody cares about that not even oswald cares no. about that Moment. I, th- I think mo money mo problem <laughs> i think what people really care about is our opinions on this week's episode of gotham but we probably can't, we can't talk about the man marie because you haven't given us the riddling rhyming episode summary yet so well, throw it to that? me man all right well the jerome called seduce a whole city dwight takes the stage but his face isn't pretty will penguin maintain his control over gotham with ed killing gangsters his chance isn't awesome does jerome forgive dwight dwight makes a good case would any excuse repair a cut face why <laughs> staple your visage before you clean it you'll get infected once you smile like you mean it smile like you mean it Marie, what you think Whoa. Yeah. That yeah. was a whole lot of <laughs> uh, words. That's kind of my impression, too. Uh, like, like, it's like, there was a point, because we live tweet, you may be aware. Mm-hmm. I Over just. Uh, at Legends of Gotham, our Twitter account? I uh, just sort of stopped because <laughs> I was like staring. Yeah, that last 15 I, that, minutes, I, I like, didn't want to take my eyes away from no, the screen and not and, even to make a snarky tweet. No, and then even once we got to the commercials, I was just like, I have I, I have no <laughs> words. I can't even think of a funny gif, mm-hmm. which is my thing, apparently. <laughs> oh, by the way, over in the chat room, uh, uh, Kid uh, Bolesky came in yeah. and uh, Caster said, computers are great when they work. And uh, yeah, that's, that's very true. <laughs> <laughs> and a lone wolf pack says, "Oh my god, I go upstairs and I hear voices coming from downstairs because the chat came up, came in randomly." Nice, very nice, nice very nice. Uh, sorry about that, lone wolf pack. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but uh, I kind of like the episode too. 
I thought it was, it was good times. The third or thirteenth episode of the third season of Gotham, yeah. which I believe uh, wasn't the fourteenth episode of the first season. Jerome's first appearance. It's really close to there. Yeah. No, I thought it was the sixteenth because he was supposed to be the finale of the first season on the original order. But that man, I sound like a geek. Um, mm. <laughs> I, I know these things now. Excuse me, it was season one, episode fourteen. Well, I do have my geek glasses on tonight, so um, yeah. But I, I think uh, in this week episode you know we've been kind of building to this for a while and all of jerome's appearances and all of his not appearances with the graffiti and everything right. else but i think we finally saw the joker's wild in this week's episode right for sure well um, I, I mean they even said joker's wild they did right at the beginning of the right episode at the beginning the episode really could have been called maybe our episode will be called joker's wild who knows place your votes later on <laughs> uh but uh, it was great to see jerome return even though i knew it was coming it totally surprised me when he popped out from behind the door uh it was just like oh ooh, he's there uh i kind of thought he would just be gone you thought he'd be i thought he'd have just like took off take why would off? he hide behind a door like mm-hmm. that seemed a little weird i uh, might pass Pasquale, by the way, comes up with another uh, good uh, episode title for us, Face Off. That's nice. on the list. It's on the list. I, although Jerome very much, when he had the bandages on, mm-hmm. he seemed to be acting with his teeth. Well, that's lot. all he had. Yeah. Because technically, mm-hmm. he, his lips and everything were cut off. Yeah. So all he had was his teeth. Um, I thought he sounded a, a lot like the Heath Ledger Joker. He did. He okay. Did. I was like, please tell Plus me I'm he, not the he only one. He had that Chelsea smile uh, be, from where the Dwight cutting. was wearing the mask and ripped the edges of his lips mm-hmm. uh he kind of got the chelsea smile that the heath ledger joker has but yeah i i mean i i think a lot of uh jerome's appearance in this week's episode comes down to his physicality right and it's improved a lot since his last appearance i also thought think he maybe got a little taller uh the actor got a little yeah. taller so he seems more long and lanky like the comic book joker like his comic book counterpart you the, you can't see back you, there no. uh, but you know just very long and lanky and uh dick van dyke almost built like dick van dyke or something interesting and, and i think uh the outfit they had him wearing in the morgue with the Lee. black yeah the the black uh sweater and everything kind of helped with that too mm-hmm. it has a very slimming effect well it was the same costume mm-hmm. that uh everybody was wearing when they were in the tubes yeah yeah i he, he also uh he, he had a lot of really good affectations that it, that i really enjoyed one of them was uh it, it only happened a couple times throughout the episode but he would just like <coughs> yes gag like, yes like you know he was just like still trying to get used to being alive, alive. again right uh, but, you know, uh, going back to his comic book counterpart, uh, the whole face-off concept, and we've mentioned this before, but I figured it was worth mentioning again. It comes from the comics. The pretty recent New 52 comics, mm-hmm. actually. Scott Snyder, actually. Uh, it, it's, uh, you know, like I said, it's a fairly new edition. It's, uh, the storyline is called Death of the Family. Okay. And in it, the Joker gets his face removed. Sure. Uh, then stolen. I think Harley Quinn gets it for a while. He goes over, <laughs> crossover with Suicide Squad, gets it back from Harley Quinn. And then uh, retrieves it and reattaches it, uh, much like Jerome did this week. Although I don't think nice. he staples it to his face. I think he just ties it on, sort of like uh, Dwight had it on, you know, just tied around the back of his head. Right. Uh, my one complaint uh, with the character's return, though. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, oh, before I say that, before I get to my complaint, I do have a theory about the way he reattached his face, though. Yeah. I One, I think... Uh, the the face looked kind of like cured leather when it was on Dwight. Yeah. Uh, so I don't think that was very healthy skin. And he staples no. it back on. So I have a feeling what's going to happen is there's going to oh, be some that, sort yes. of decay there. I, mm-hmm. I think that the face that he staples back on 
is g- probably going to petrify, maybe turn white. And that's how we'll get to our, our classic look classic Joker. Classic looking Joker. I, I mean, I don't know how his hair is going to go green, but anything could happen. Uh, I think he needs to leave a ginger. Yeah, I like ginger. He, he, he is good as a ginger. He's good as uh, a for ginger. Sure. I, my one complaint uh, about the character's return, though, mm-hmm. was the uh, the catch-up scene between him and Lee in the morgue. Uh, yes, it helped his character and people who might have drifted away from the show or but are coming back for Jerome. Right. Get caught up on uh, the season and a half or so that has passed since Jerome last appeared. Mm-hmm. But it, it did feel a little lazy. Okay, let's take two and a half minutes and Lee's going to say everything that happened in the past season and a half of Gotham. I, while the what writing wasn't great, while it felt felt a little weak, I did think they did it in a very entertaining way. What with right. a you know Twinkie lines and mm-hmm. did I do you all that kind of stuff, right? I uh, but I, I will hereby refer to Lee as Twinkie moving forward. Just so I am you know. okay with that. Okay, I actually really enjoyed that scene, and I felt it was significantly mm-hmm. more about Lee, yeah. than about Jerome. Yeah. I, as an audi- as an impartial audience member, yes, I enjoyed that scene. Okay, but uh, as somebody who likes to analyze and write uh, stories, it felt like an info dump. But I think you had to have an info dump, otherwise, what does this character who doesn't even have a face do? He's yeah. been dead for over a year. <laughs> Very true. Like I, I think this is one of those times where an info dump is okay. Yeah, it, it, it was very much. Uh, I, I mean, I, I can excuse it, but by the same time, it's kind of weak writing. They could have. I, I mean, I think they could have just, you know, had him run off screen and then appear and have all this knowledge. Like maybe he goes and looks at old newspapers. And but that's not his style. Yeah, that's not his style. That's it's, not his style at all. It's very quick paced once he comes back to life. Too, and so. where is he going to look at newspapers while he has a bandaged up face? Oh, wait, he doesn't have a face. <laughs> like, I think he really, it was a matter of necessity mm-hmm. that he grilled Lee. Yeah. I'm just saying. Over in the chat room, we have some good comments here, too. Um, uh, Caster says that he was definitely chanting uh, Heath Ledger's Joker. Mm-hmm. Uh Let's see. Um, I, I, Mike Pasqua says maybe he had li- Jerome lifts had lifts shoes. in his shoes. Uh, Caster also suggests that maybe he could just dye the hair green. Yeah, I mean that's mm. a novel idea. I dye mine red. <laughs> and talking to We, aka Win, uh, I, uh, says I really liked uh, that scene. Uh, one of the few Lee scenes I enjoyed. It was edgy and funny to me. I concur. And then Lo- Lone Wolf Pack says, but how he was walking off the school bus, wasn't he? I, I'm not sure what that's referencing. Oh no, it's because the last episode of last season where we thought that there was a joker walking off of the bus oh yeah we never really figured that out i guess i guess it wasn't the it joker. obviously wasn't uh, him it could be somebody else. yeah and uh then uh jordan over in the chat room says after all this i still wonder where in the world is hugo and fish the Thank last you the last time we saw them they ran off into the woods together lol i we are gonna have some potential news on that in our news section so, it's more of speculation. It'll be a bit, though. It'll take, it'll it'll take, take a little a while, while to, get to get there. Yeah. Okay, so Anne-Marie, you wanted to talk about Dwight, right? Dwight was right. Dwight was right. Dwight was right. Okay, so Dwight and the other cult members didn't really seem to have too much of a plan other than to motivate other peoples to embrace um, being Jerome, not bring Jerome, Anne-Marie. Um, <laughs> they just basically were going on TV to go, we are Jerome, we are rebelling, and that mm. seems to be about all the further they had thought ahead. Yeah. Um, at least that's how it looked to me. But like when Jerome woke up, how did he know what to do? Like it seemed like he was in on the plan because mm-hmm. he fell right in line with it. Um, mm-hmm. or were they really channeling him that well? Like Jerome literally. Well, I, I think he, I think he, uh, I think he kind of saw an opportunity there. Okay. 
it, that, that was kind of my impression was that he woke up. He's trying to get, a, you know, in that scene with Lee, he's trying to get his head around everything that's happened. Right. He hears that Dwight has this basically an army for him. Right. And uh, then sees he has his face and he kind of just rolls with the punches and tries to keep it. Right. In the air. Maybe I could see that. But like, let's see. Hold on. Uh, Jerome literally woke up and once Lee gave him enough information, he took to the next level, just like the cult would have wanted him to do. Mm-hmm. They set the wheels in motion. And he took it over the edge. Um, it was as if he had heard the plans before. Mm-hmm. Which leads me to, had he heard the plan? Because we don't know exactly when he came back to life. Yeah, Because that's true. when he, they were in, I don't know, the warehouse or whatever, <laughs> his finger... Well, it, I think that happened in the morgue after. It but, did both. But he got, did it happen in the, in the warehouse? Something sort, yes, because he was like, come alive, why won't you? Mm-hmm. And like, you know, he looks away and we get like the finger thing too. Mm-hmm. Or we got, so- we got something. Yeah. How, I mean, how are we supposed to think he didn't come to life at all there so i'm assuming that dwight was probably you know rattling on and on because he seems like a bit of a rattler <laughs> like he would just ramble and ramble i don't know i might be that person um so he may have like heard it subconsciously like you know he may not have been awake awake but he mm-hmm. heard it and that's why he sort of knew what to do it was yeah. really weird yeah a uh, crafty mojo over in the chat room says i i read it as lee filled him in on everything and he liked it yeah that's kind of what i, I mean i got too. that too like she definitely uh crossed the t's and <laughs> dotted the i's not dotted the i's and crossed the t no that's right Ian. okay cross the uh, y's and dotted the i's <laughs> Right? Um, I don't know. It just seemed like they actually knew what he would do when he came back to life. And you know what? I am Jerome. Thank you very much, Cause the Commotion. We are all Jerome. Yeah, but you know what? After the uh, the parallels with uh, Jerome and Jesus that we drew last week, uh, you, you know, I, and about prophecy and all that kind of stuff, I, no, it, Dwight definitely felt very prophetic in this episode. Not. Mm. And I mean, I don't think that I think if Jerome hadn't come back to life, mm-hmm. I don't think no, any of this would have happened. Uh, it, like Dwight said, but the, no. the madness that the city is going to be in next week. Oh, it's going to be ugly. I, wonderful. I, in retrospect, it feels like Dwight, you know, was channeling into a higher power or something like that. Not just Jerome. Not just Jerome. Not just Jerome. Mm-hmm. Um, did, did we talk very much at all about the, the whole we are Jerome concept? I, I know no. I didn't talk about it. Do you want to talk about that for a minute? Sure. What would you like to talk about? I, I so just, we are Jerome. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. No, uh, it just seemed like they all latched onto that really good because he was – they're like, no, where's Jerome? Where's Jerome? He's like, mm-hmm. quick, quick thinking, quick thinking. We are all Jerome. And there you have it. They all just latched right on and took it and ran. And See, I, I kind of I kind of take the Jerome cult as yes. almost a metaphor for the audience of Gotham who were so enamored of Jerome yeah. and have rewatched all those scenes <laughs> a million times right. uh, that, you know, the, if, if Jim Corden were to call one of us like he did Jerome, we would be able to be like, you know, I haven't touched a hair on your girlfriend's head, just like Dwight would did. Would you then? Episode. Because that's a little creepy, man. I, I'm just saying that that we we were so passionate about this character right. when he first appeared, and then in the hashtag Maniacs era. I loved hashtag Maniacs, and I'd like that to come back. And I mean. On this very podcast, we spent hours and hours talking about, oh, what about when Jerome comes back? That's going right. to be so awesome, right? Oh, Jerome will come back eventually. He has to come back. And I, 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 so I feel like the cult was kind of that. And they were waiting for him to come back and waiting for him to come back. And much like they could have done on the show, they had someone come in who was kind of Jerome, but not really Jerome. And it wasn't nobody, as charismatic for sure. Nobody really liked it. Right. Uh, so I, I feel like there was almost a bit of a metaphor at play 
play there about the audience's reaction to Jerome and how they would have reacted if anyone else but Jerome had come back to be the okay, full-on Joker. Okay, see that? I completely agree. Yeah. I completely agree. Although, I mean, to be fair, you know, Dwight does kind of bring them back around by saying, we're all Jerome, you know? Uh, but by the same token, I don't think that would have lasted very long if Jerome actually hadn't come back. It would have right. been one night of craziness and then... That's it. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Anything fun over in the chat room? Oh, let's see. Uh, Jordan says, did Dwight think for a second that Jerome was going to be all buddy-buddy with him? <laughs> LOL, Jerome is so unpredictable. Mm-hmm. Um, Lone Wolf Pack says, the cult is just too over the top at times. Uh, Caster Jerome is the catalyst to the bomb. The cult had been building into a spark that started a fire. I see that. I see yeah. that. We didn't start the fire, though. We didn't start the fire. <laughs> um, um, let's see. Uh, Monica says, and the light's going out. It's going to be the purge. The purge. It's going to be crazy. Definitely. <clears throat> okay, so I wanted to talk. Sorry for coughing in the microphone. No, whatever. Hold on. <clears throat> there we go. <clears throat> no, I was just really glad this week that Penguin was smart again. Mm-hmm. Uh, he hasn't, he's been very emotional. He's been very uh, moody. He's been very angry and mm-hmm. active. Uh, he, he's been a very active sort of person this season, but he hasn't been very smart because in season one, he was, he was super clever. Right. He, that, that was his defining characteristic is that mm-hmm. the Penguin's umbrella thing, you know, he was very clever. He was scheming schemes upon schemes upon right. schemes upon schemes. And, uh, you know, as this episode was going on and Barbara started trying to manipulate him, you were like, Penguin, what are you doing? Don't fall for it. Like, uh, you're smarter than this. Uh, you should be figuring out Ed's plan at this point. But it, so it was really nice to see him when he comes there uh, for, for the big meeting with all the mob bosses and nobody's there mm-hmm. uh, to see him kind of figure out what's going on with Babs. Unfortunately, he got flipped around again. Yeah. Ed saw that coming. And uh, again, uh, going on and on again about Ed's sort of Batman's gambit type plan uh, right. with Penguin here. He he kind of second guesses him and, you know, uh, creates this new cover story. Uh, oh, you thought she was, you know, messing with you? No. Talk to Tommy Bones. Now we'll kill him. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, so it, it's a really interesting sort of scenario that that's being set up here. I, although I did think it was super interesting because it seemed like Babs and Tabby were completely on board with Ed's plan and everyone was going to mm. get what they want and everything. But no, we find out in this episode that uh, Babs and Tabby are planning on killing Ed as soon as every, I mean, who knows what happened to Butch. See uh, but, uh, you know, they're planning on killing Ed at the end of all of it. That makes sense to me. But Ed is such a smart dude. And he already knows that. He's playing 12th Dimension dimensional chess so well i'm wondering if he's going to see it and if so maybe he already has and maybe this plan is going to take them out too maybe some people who who need to know will find out that they killed all those mob bosses do not take out stabby babs at gotham tv writers do not <laughs> take out my stabby babs if, if, if they do then i'm glaring else, they, they have to stab her right oh, they have to stab her. i guess that would be like the fitting end to stabby babs absolutely um over in the chat room talking to Ah, hold on, it's scrolled. Um, says Olga really needs to stop letting people in Penguin's house. Yes. Yeah, but you know what? To the best of her knowledge, mm-hmm. Barbara's, you know, she's good people. Yeah. She yeah. she was okay. She was there with quote unquote good intentions. Cost of commotion brings up Disco Vampire, one of the classic lines of the show. Best for sure. ever. Best ever. Mm-hmm. And uh let's see, um, 
I, then uh, Jordan says, uh, that's another thing. Babs is such a rookie at doing this manipulating thing. Mm-hmm. Oswald is too smart for that uh, until they uh, got Bones on, on the, the phone. phone. Yeah. yeah. A- and uh, then uh, Monica says, his, you know, his feelings for Ed are clouding his vision. And too. that's going to be his att- until he realizes that Ed is behind all of it, which will be mm-hmm. when it's well, it can't be too late because we can't kill the penguin. Um, there's some cannon you just can't mess with. But yeah, I mean, he needs to be alive for, you know, 20 more years. Yeah. but he may go in you know hiding so there's that all right well you wanted to talk a little bit about the cat mom right The cat mom yes okay so it was pretty obvious that maria kyle was only there for the money the whole time right i mean that guy over there called it week yeah yeah he called it you know it's been a while and been a while Don't mind us. Um, so Bruce and Alfred knew, mm-hmm. and I love how like they had already talked about it. It was obvious they had already talked about it, and he Bruce goes to Alfred to get the money. Like really, it, it's just he was like, mm-hmm. or gave him a like some sort of like sup, like go get yeah. the, go get the briefcase. Like <laughs> he already knew it was going to be double and all of it, it was crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, so did they really think that it was going to work to give her the money to give Selena a chance to know her mom and vice versa? Mm-hmm. I mean, I find I, that a really juvenile thought. That well, I think I think he thought the chance that it would help. It was the only way there was going to be a chance. <laughs> worth the money damn because i mean he's he's bruce flipping wayne right what's right you know, what was it twenty two hundred thousand dollars yeah. to him yeah um so but i think that the thing is i think selena knew the whole time that her mom was just there for the money mm-hmm. but she didn't want her to be yeah and until it was confirmed at the end she was really holding out hope that her mom was just there for her mm-hmm. which I can imagine. I would I would want my mom to be there for me too, not just trying yeah. to rob my boyfriend, basically. <clears throat> and she took her anger and frustration out on Bruce mm-hmm. when he really didn't deserve it. He was just trying to help. Yeah. Um it really is pocket change to him. Like how much mm-hmm. did they give Cupcake last year? Like quite a bit of money. Well, see, that's that's why I think that Selena really believed that her mom was back for her and you know that things were gonna that, that relationship was gonna be repaired. And I I think I think when she found out that it, it it was a lie, she she became so angry that she let herself believe that that she basically and I mean at this point Bruce is one of these only things right but uh, she she struck out at anything that was even similar to that dynamic she had with her mom and because Bruce lied to her or didn't tell her wasn't truthful with her mm-hmm. about why he was giving the money and why he was being so helpful uh, towards that end and everything they that I I think she just just immediately attacked him although she was, was very she was very savvy uh in the the scene where they were like planning it out and figuring uh, out how it was going to go down and everything because she was like no you could just spend the money on the lawyer a lawyer yeah. and it would be a lot cheaper right uh, and uh you know then that way this bad guy isn't getting the money and it kind of surprised me that bruce didn't walk down that road with her a bit more but i i he probably had an inclination he already to, knew that, yeah he already knew and i think that was when she figured it out for sure mm-hmm. like she really was like and this is not about me because she won't even save herself like there's an option to save herself yeah um however really that fight between her and bruce was awesome yeah it was really nice to see because mm-hmm. that we haven't gotten to see him do that in a while like mm-hmm. even the sparring with alfred yeah i, I have some mm-hmm. words on that in a couple minutes okay later. i will just stop <laughs> 
talking then. Thank you. I was warning you. It's uh, fine. I'm good. No, no, but I, I, really interesting dynamic. I, I do wonder how their relationship is going to proceed from here, though. I think this is where it splits. Yeah. I think this is where you get Batman and Catwoman mm-hmm. um, with those underlying feelings that last forever. Mm-hmm. I think this is this is a big part of where that happens. Yeah. Over in the chat room, uh, Casa Commotion says Selena will be even more cold to Bruce. Uh, thick walls. Mm-hmm. And uh, then uh, Wynn says Selena was probably mad at herself for letting her guard down a bit with her mom. Uh, very right. true. I'm very sure. True. I definitely agree with that. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, so uh, Bobby Hawk says great scene. And uh, a lot of people like the sparring too. Well, it was just, we haven't gotten it about a year. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, not a little like boxing. Right. Little bits, a- you know, jumping over buildings and buying mm-hmm. burgers. But we haven't really gotten a good fight scene with mm-hmm. Bruce and you know this actually gave us a little taste of that mm-hmm, definitely. Nice. It, nice. it was very nice and uh although it was one of about a million times in this episode mm-hmm. that you saw these relationship and the, these strong relationships these strong dynamics these strong partnerships right sort of falling apart all across the board now i, I have some uh, notes on that in a little oh, okay. bit but kind of kind of leading up i think into next week's episode but we'll talk about that more in just a minute but okay, right okay. now you know it's time to look, look at these jokers, jokers. Look, look at this joker jokers. look at this there's joker look at these jokers there's there's one jokers, there look at a joker look at a joker 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 look at these jokers look at this joker 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 look at the joker to find the joker whose name is jerome yes look at this joker (laughs) where we are every week since the show started we've been going in here and we've been looking at you know easter eggs references outright appearances Mm -hmm. of the joker uh we we see some ha 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 uh graffiti there from episode one and uh, the that's right we've been following the graffiti for quite a while thank you very much yeah ace chemicals and arkham viper gas was green i guess uh you know and all sorts of like suspects and then eventually jerome showed up and uh we've just kept this going for about three seasons now all the way up until this week Mm-hmm. when really it, it's really hard to like nail down a particular joker uh this yeah week. this week i mean i don't know who could possibly be the joker from this episode this week it's really look at these jokers look at right? all these jokers uh, there were so many jokers and joker homages in this episode that it's hard to know where to start if nothing else our prediction a few episodes back about a death the death of a, a, the family homage i yes. uh, was spot on like you'll see that back on the page here mm-hmm. uh we called that a few weeks back uh, but I, I just wanted to take a chance to, we, we grab this, uh, let's see if I can make this any bigger here. I don't think I, here, you know what? I can't. <laughs> Boom. Uh, we, we grabbed, uh, just a few of the Jokers here that we really, uh, took a liking to. We have, uh, of course, the Joker's wild playing card. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, Jerome in the face bandages. And then a ton of cult members. And seriously, it was an homage to basically every, uh, look of this Joker, uh, that has ever really existed. Anything from the Cesar Romero Joker to several comic book versions, alternate oh, yeah. and whatnot. I, I saw a couple costumes that were homages to his henchmen from The Killing Joke. Uh, I don't think that ended up in this uh, compilation That would probably here. be because I wouldn't have known better. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, so many, uh, so many good things. And, uh, and also, yeah, yes. Cost Commotion in the, mentions that in the pod, Jerome looked like the Jack Nicholson Joker. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, he looked so plastic. I mean, it obviously was plastic, but... Yeah, and I'll say the hashtag maniacs uh, Joker that um, Dwight was imitating a lot in this episode Mm -hmm. was very much the Jack Nicholson Joker, too. I think I... (sighs) 
Jack Nicholson dies for a year and becomes Heath Ledger. You saw it here first. Okay, uh, we're going to get back to the main discussion in just a second here. But first of all, guys, we're running a contest. Hi, for, we have a contest. Yay! For, some, for these go- some we're, toys. For, this one. for some Gotham this one. toys. Uh, but uh, here, we, we made a little video explaining it. So take it away, Amory and Bill of from the, the past. Produce Past. Yes, uh, the, the Gotham Sweetheart giveaway. You have Woo, until February 14th to enter. And, uh, you know, there's a lot of ways to enter, as we mentioned in the video. The easiest one is to go to twitch.tv slash universebox and subscribe to or follow us. And if you are in our chat room, you should be subscribed You've to us. You've already been entered. You, <clears> might be, you might be winning. Oh, no, they're only entered if they subscribe. You don't have to subscribe yeah, to so, chat. But Yeah, just need. make sure to hit that follow button there at the top yes, of please. the page or do it after. Uh, whichever. I, another way to enter, of course, as we mentioned in the video, is to donate to our Patreon. We're not going to belabor this since we're running the contest video, but patreon.com slash universe box great way to support us one of the rewards is being five dollars the five dollar star patrons club anyone who donates five dollars or more a month gets a shout out on the podcast every week of the month for the uh, every episode that we record no matter what show it is that month also we'll cut your face off the people whose faces we're cutting off this week or this month are becca baca cliff sullivan angel jason ritter monica jones other Anne marie casa commotion sage of earth aka patty jacob newman robert cattler hope mullinax and jessica gonzalez Uh, you guys are awesome i think i'm gonna have to cut off other Anne marie's face because Mm -hmm. Anne marie other and i i'm taking cliff sullivan's you're taking cliff definitely Definitely, nice. definitely. I'm going to jump off the cliff. Uh, you can too. <laughs> jump off the cliff at patreon.com. Patreon.com slash universe box. And, and remember, remember to, to think, think outside, outside and leave reviews. Yes, uh, definitely. That helps. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so I guess we should get back to the main discussion here okay, a little okay. bit. Okay, so, uh, you know, as we were talking earlier, uh, that in that scene between uh, Bruce and uh, Selena were, was a big part cat. of it. But uh, Bruce had a lot of bat-leaning moments in this episode. Mm -hmm. You know, besides all the Bat-Cat stuff, Bruce does several things that just scream Batman to me. Uh, First, uh, after uh, Selena's – the whole Selena's mom situation. Selena's mom. Uh, he's got it going on. Uh, but, uh, you know, he, he leans over brooding in a chair in front of the window, which is very much like the original comic book origin of Batman where, mm-hmm. you know, he, he goes out fighting, doing the vigilante thing in just like a, a ski mask and, mm-hmm. uh, you, you know, just by himself and he gets his aspect. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so. He, he comes back and he's like, Noah, criminals are a superstitious and cowardly lot. I need to f- figure out some way to strike fear into their hearts. And then a bat flies through the freaking window. And uh, he gets the idea to become Batman. And that's sort of uh, the, the the pose he has when he's considering uh, Maria's offer uh, in the study in this episode. So I thought that was kind of fun. And then, as we've kind of mentioned before, he fights Cat without actually fighting her, mm-hmm. blocking every blow with a grace we haven't seen from him yet. With yeah. a very Batman-like grace. He he mm-hmm. he doesn't need to land a bow, blow in the situation, so he doesn't. But he can still hold his own right. completely. And it's just like tap, 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 tap kind of fighting, uh, which is foot. a lot of fun. Right. But I, I think that they leaned into and made him very batty in this week's episode mm-hmm. to tease a full-on batty brawl next week. Yeah, uh, that preview really... Uh... Yeah, with the city in the dark and the major power players divided, Bruce might be all that stands between Gotham and Jerome, but I, I have more on that later. I Okay, okay. well, if you have more on that later, I'll wait for my That's fair. question. And I, uh, I think over in the chat room, they're upset that we're cutting people's faces off. Sorry. Sorry. Has to happen. Has to happen. You you paid for it. Yep. <laughs> you paid for it, Monica. You're welcome. Okay, so okay. you want to talk a little bit about Babby and Tabby. Babs and Tabs are in charge, ladies and gentlemen. There you go. 
Sirens. Uh, where's Butch? Anybody? Yeah. Anybody? Anybody? Butch. Nobody knows where Butch is. Butch. <clears throat> where so in the, the world, world is Butch Gilzean? There you go. Um, so the last time we saw him, he was basically with Tabby. And now in this episode, uh, <clears throat> Tabs and Babs are sealed with a kiss and mm-hmm. looking rather cozy as their yes. old selves. Like Tabs actually looks a lot like her, her pre-Butch self with her assassin's outfit complete with her high murdering ponytail. So plus Tabby uh, seems to be doing very well with that reattached hand and no sign of trouble with her previously disconnected (laughs) hand. Um, It's like plot point gone. Mm -hmm. That didn't happen. You know, Butch got, you know, where you could attach things to it, but not Tabby. Mm -hmm. Um, And while I'm completely okay with Babs and Tabs being together, in fact, I very much love it. Um, I just want to know if Butch is like maybe with Ed at Kane Chemical or whatever that side of the plot is, or has he gone the way of Montoya and Alan? Good because question. this seems like a way that they would shove someone out should that be necessary or should the actor request. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> now is the time. So I just, you know, that's a, that's a question. Um, also I love that they are using Nigma to wipe out Penguin and the rest of the underworld like leaders or yeah. families. Um, and then they're just going to take over. But I'm scared for what is going to happen when that backfires. Not if, but when that backfires. I hate to say it, but Nigma is much smarter than either of them, and it's not going to end well for the Sirens. Like, uh, the, the fact that there, there's going to be this obvious showdown at King Chemical. Right. Got me thinking about Ace Chemical and with Jerome yes, being Jerome in the thing, picture yeah. here. Like, I, I know that they're two separate companies and everything, but I wonder if there's going to be some sort of weird, like, twist in that it's not going to be Ace Chemical chemicals where he falls into the bath but maybe he ends up at cane chemical too that well that was the thing like when i heard anything chemical i was like Mm -hmm. and we're bringing it back around and looping everybody together because right now this storyline is completely separate from the other one like there's no no crossing the over so that could be a great and one of the big frustrating things to me throughout this episode was seeing jerome interacting with all of our heroes as we've seen him do as you do forever now right and i mean he, he did have a pretty close relationship with Galavan and Babs and everything. Galavan. But uh, I, I, I just want him to, I want Jerome and the Penguin to meet. Like, I, I feel like. Have they never met? I, I don't think they've ever met. <gasps> no. I want to oh. see, I want to see how they interact because, you know, you have Penguin who is a little psycho, but is also very smart and collected and measured. Right. I, and Ed's kind of the same way. And then you have Jerome who is not, but is probably more effective than either of them. Right. For it. Right. Uh, so it's just something I can't wait for that moment. I hope it happens next week. Uh, right. Maybe at Kane Chemical. Maybe. Which I, I'm assuming, by the way, Kane Chemical is probably a reference to Kate Kane, a.k.a. Batwoman from the comics. Mm-hmm. Also one of the, the big families of Gotham that was mentioned back when... Oh, when we had the... The, the book the and book. Galavan and everything. Which, yeah. I mean, still makes it important, which is probably why Kane Chemical. So we have the Waynes, the uh, Canes. Waynes, Canes, Brains, Lanes, like Lois Lane. Whoa, no. whoa. <clears throat> well, wrong no, universe. Ra- no, not the wrong universe. Well, well who, there's not a Metropolis in the. No, I'm kidding. I don't know. There's, there's it, On Earth G. To the best of our knowledge. Earth G is Earth Gotham, which means that the entire Earth is made. Gotham City is the entire Earth. It's a very small planet. Very, very tiny planet. 
And uh, let's see. Um, oh, when oh. in the chat room says, I'm hoping Jerome will be the agent of chaos that screws up Ed's master plan. I'm sure more on that more later. More on that later, uh, for sure. But right now, the Twinkie is sick. The Twinkie is sick. Uh, the Twinkie is sick. As I mentioned last week, I think we're getting more and more evidence that Lee Tompkins is infected with the Tetch virus. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, her, her behavior this week is even more erratic than it was last week. Last week, you could say maybe, oh, her husband that she's known three months just died. <laughs> You, you know, she, she's getting over that. But right. This week, you know, a week's passed in TV time, which is like a year in real time. So, I mean, she should be well over that. And she's Dude, just... Dude, um, Jim doesn't even have those three dots healed on his head yet. Yeah. Yeah. So, I guess not that much time like, could have passed. Like, not much time at all has passed since December. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just saying. But, you, you know... Like I said, her behavior this week is even more erratic than it was last week. Uh, right. She injects a dude with true serum, uh, which among her other out of character acts throughout right. the episode. I, I now I think this is the virus just starting to come out. Just like Mario and Barnes is exposing a very powerful side of her that she's trying to keep hit, hidden. Uh, one of her defining characteristics is that she's always been very kind, mm-hmm. and she's always been to everyone. To everyone. And she's always been very supportive, particularly of Jim, even when Jim is breaking the rules or doing morally ambiguous things. Because she's like, Jim. Because she, she's had this faith that at, mm-hmm. the, at the end of the day, Jim is a good a, person. A good person. Right. Uh, but I, I think this is the other side coming out. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, she she's uh, not interjecting herself into conflicts to stop problems. Right. She is uh, running in and doing really audacious things like stabbing a dude in the neck with truth serum, something right. that is completely against the Hippocratic Oath, mm-hmm. uh, to, to you know, kind of solve the problem. She's letting her gut take the lead. Uh, yep. Would the old Lee have tried to trick Jerome into killing himself? Never. Absolutely not. She no. wouldn't have done that. She would have, I think she maybe would have, she would have been scared of Jerome and she would have maybe pitied him, but she wouldn't have been antagonistic. She wouldn't have been at all the way she was with him. Towards him. No. Uh, but, but now she's okay with that as long as it works towards the greater good. So I, I, I think, uh, what's going to come out uh, is that Lee is infected, mm-hmm. but I also think that she's going to end up being the first one cured from it because I don't think they could kill her off. I think maybe she could go to the sanitarium for a while with Barnes or something like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I don't think they're going to kill off the character. I don't think so either. Uh, so I think she's going to be the first one cured, and uh, which might even lead to a healing redemption arc for Barnes. Like mm-hmm. maybe he'll cu- he'll circulate. See, back I in. think he needs to get out and be a villain for a little while. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like I think like one good outing as the executioner, full costume and everything. Ooh, a costume. And, and then they heal, and then mm. they they heal. Sorry. <laughs> But let's see. Over in the chat, lots of cult-like things in this episode. Over in the chat room, uh, Wynn says, "I agree. Lee is totally jacked up on the virus." And uh, then Cosmic Motion says, "Maybe Jim will kill her because she is sick. She will become out of control and maybe attack Jim." You know, I could kind of see that. Kind of foreshadowed that she was like, "Well, why don't you put two in me like you did Mario?" You know, you know, and she she has a she has a pilot on another station in the fall. So they have to do something with her. And she was very tough, very jabroni ish uh, when she was dealing with Jim the entire episode. You know what I mean? Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Another way she was acting completely out of character, which means she's sick. The Twinkie is sick. The Twinkie. Okay, Anne-Marie, you want to talk a little bit about Jim and Harv, right? All right. Dear Jim and Harvey, the symbol has been everywhere since Jerome died. I actually kind of wish the Joker symbol symbol yeah we've been pointing it out 
we've pointed it out we've pointed it out like two or three times when it was like gigantic mm-hmm. i kind of wish we'd have properly known to, or thought to keep track because i bet you it is in every episode i will say if you go to legendsofgotham.com uh slash look at this joker just ser- click li- look at this joker up at the top of the page you'll see most of them because i i anytime one's made an appearance we've made a point to put it on that page anytime one has made a blatant appearance this that is we've caught that's yeah. what that's what i'm saying is i have a feeling that if we would go back and mm-hmm. look at the other episodes i bet it's there yeah and we just didn't we just didn't we didn't it. we didn't see it because it just blended in in the background mm-hmm. which was the point because they're like we didn't even we we haven't seen this and obviously they should have it was in the narrows and the narrows is like badness. yeah i mean it's been everywhere it's been forever everywhere. right you know. Uh, but I do wonder, okay, let's see, I have a feeling every episode somewhere, I do wonder exactly how it is used, though. Is it a symbol of unity and support, or is it a means of communication like they talked about? I feel like it's probably the former because they are frequently made, you know, in paint and on the side of buildings. So it feels like it's a bit more of a support. But Mm -hmm. so was Dwight the originator? Do you think Jerome will continue to use it? Uh Or will he just like adopt it as his symbol? (laughs) We'll be like, you know, that was pretty cool. I'll keep it. Mm -hmm. Um, so there's that. I also wonder how big the cult cult actually actually is is. right because we've seen you know roughly 50 to 75 dudes and chicks but then again when that when jerry appeared and there was that concert there were probably probably a couple hundred people there There was but i don't know if those were necessarily part of the cult it was a club Mm. with the theme you know like i think well that started with the whole you know jerome showing up on the tv behind her while she was performing right people reciting what he was saying right and i think that might have helped push it Mm -hmm. um unrelated kind of so having the symbol on jerome's like tube thing where they took his like frozen body from really reminded me of batman versus superman where there was the joker writing on the robin costume oh yeah and it's especially intriguing since next week the episode is going to the circus and me and him were talking about maybe he kills the graysons but is bruce really old enough to adopt a baby because uh you know mrs grayson was pregnant uh, with Dick, um, the last time they appeared back in season one, we so don't know. Nec- ah, we don't know necessarily that it was with him. Well, she was just pregnant. She had every like, just version of the story ever. There's only one Grayson kid. Well, and yeah. I'm just saying because they're circus people, they can't have a ton of kids. Uh, they're but, circus people. They can have an absolute. But what ton I'm of saying kids. is, that enough time has passed since <gasps> their last appearance that she could have had the baby, and he'd probably be about two by now. Maybe not that old. It was mid season one. Uh, yeah, and we had a uh, we had a six month time jump. Yeah, we uh, yeah, I guess there have been a couple significant There's been a couple time, significant time, time jumps. Too, so. Um not quite old enough for Bruce to adopt yet. No. But see, this is actually even more intriguing the more I'm thinking about it now because so we're going to like a circusy thing. Jerome is circus people. Yeah. Which gives him actually all the more motivation to kill said Graysons. Very true. Because he hates circus people because that's what ruined his life Mm -hmm. to to in his – They were from the same circus too. Oh my god. They were. So yeah. Yeah. That makes a lot of sense. We've cracked it guys. We've cracked something and it all came from me putting a Batman versus Superman really uh, thing. And we're going to back away from it now so we stop – so we don't go from theorizing to spoiling. Because Um, we don't know. Yeah. Um, Over in the chat room, there's a few people talking about Harley. Yes, I believe it was in our news last week that they have basically confirmed that 
that we are getting Harley, mm-hmm. the season finale this season. Yeah, and we might have some episode titles coming up in our news section that might l- shine really a little that light way. on that. Uh, right. uh, Costco Motion says maybe Lee becomes Harley. That mm-hmm. would be an interesting take, uh, but I don't like it. I don't. I don't see it happening. <laughs> Sorry, I don't like it. But uh, but it would definitely. I think be we had an more interesting take. Um, a more beginning of that season. Mm-hmm. What? No, I think it was season one because we did have that psychologist psychiatrist i don't really i don't know the difference yeah uh, one one gives meds one doesn't um who made the dude the dudes kill people yeah yeah so i think that is more along the lines mm-hmm. i would actually see maybe that character coming back around but see, then Har- but she was harley, harley before she meets the joker she's relatively normal that's you know, true the joker so we haven't met her yet in. because nobody's normal yet okay we're gonna move on moving away from let's this. move on moving move away. away from the topic back away from the spoiler area i just wanted to say uh, Hugo becomes Harley. Uh-huh. I like that win. Um, so I, I just want to say, sorry guys, I called it again. I, I accept I called it maybe a few weeks early. Because, uh, yeah. you know, back before the 2016 winter break versus the 2017 winter break, mm-hmm. uh, you know, back in the last episode in December, I, I, I was calling that that last episode was going to show uh, in, in a se- it was our episode 91, I think, uh, in a segment called Agents of Chaos. Yes. I talked a little bit about Jerome. Yes. And I said, uh, you know, we heard uh, slash saw him last year in the season finale. So we thought. Or so we thought. And uh, odds are he's going to show up sooner rather than later. Uh, swooping in and upsetting plans on all sides is exactly his type of joke. Mm-hmm. Lo and behold, I kind of called the climax of this episode. Mm. Because you, you Ed and Penguin's feud has uh, just destroyed any strength Gotham Gotham's mob families ever had. Mm-hmm. Uh the Tetch virus has weakened the GCPD. There's not a, a captain. Mm-hmm. There's moles in the in the house now. There's moles in the house. And then there are hills. Uh Bruce and Selena are on the outs. Every font of strength we know of in Gotham mm-hmm. is torn asunder and just falling apart. Except for the Court of Owls. Except for the Court of Owls that we know of. That we know of. Uh, and More on that. which is a great time for Jerome to blow up the power grid, <laughs> uh, you, and become that agent of chaos that I sort of, uh, predicted a mm. while back. Uh, now this whole setup, uh, reminds me a lot of uh, the comic book storyline, No Man's Land. Okay. Uh, it, it was a, I, th- I think it was through about two years worth of books, uh, back in the nineties. Uh, Denny O'Neill, I believe, uh, was the writer on it. Oh, well, that one. Uh, basically martial <laughs> law is declared in Gotham City. Like the oh. government comes in and they're like, okay. If you're not out of here in a day, you're done. You're not getting out of here because we're blowing up the bridges. We're closing off all the borders. No one can get in. No one can get out. Gotham is going to become a no man's land. Got it. And uh, so uh, the whole place is closed off. There's no power, no rules, and only the Batman there to keep all the criminals in line because it's mainly the criminals who stayed. The criminals and the poor. Uh, So. So it's kind of the same sort of setup now where, I mean, I know they haven't blown up the bridges and everything, but yet Gotham without a power grid is a pretty scary place. And I think a lot of people are going to be taking advantage of it, especially considering unlike the last time something like this happened back in the season one finale, you don't have the mob who can kind of keep control of their turf. There's almost no mob left. There's no GCPD left, really. There's no organization yeah. to them. There's no sort Harvey of Harvey is in charge. Yeah. 
So Jim is in charge. Harvey is just by title. In this episode, Jim seemed in more charge with that fake out phone call to that was good, by the way. Get the mole out. I liked that. Uh, Then then Harvey did. So you know, any possible person who could stop all this from happening is MIA. So as Jim says at the end of the episode. Oh, oh my god, god. i'm so good. excited it was so good i'm so excited yes. I, I i can't imagine a better way to end the episode and it's not the thing is it's not just jerome that's going to be running all over the city it's going to be everyone he called to action everyone we saw laughing in the episode where he dies yeah uh you know which was a lot of people then yeah, and it's just grown and grown and grown. So we're going to have this cult. We're going to have Penguin and Ed fighting. We're going to – it's going to be crazy, man. It's going to be nuts. It's going to be something. I can't wait. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Uh, Jordan over in the chat room says, a random thought. Babs and Tabby, they think they are in charge until <gasps> Fish shows back up. Dun, dun, dun. That's true. That's true. true. We never know. We never write off Fish. Never write off Fish. And uh, Bobby Hawk says, I, I like Bill's Harley theory. Thanks, Bobby. Well, you guys do share a uh, brain, share so a brain. I'm sure your voicemail says the same theory. <laughs> okay, so you want to wrap us up with uh, some, some Indian Hill talk, right? Yes. Okay. So the government shipped the stuff from Indian Hill, owned by Wayne Enterprises, to another facility after it closed. The new facility is also owned by Wayne Enterprises. <laughs> Or rather, the Court of Owls. Dun, dun, dun. We haven't forgot about them, have you? No. Um, I need more of this Court of Owls storyline. This is really all this point basically is. Uh It's like, I need a showdown between them and Jerome, maybe? I don't know. I need more Court of Owls. Yanni Bruce. Yanni Bruce. Uh, Okay. Show back up. This just pulled out my my, uh, old Italian lady (laughs) hand, and it wasn't intentional. I need to find out about Yanni Bruce. Yes. So yeah, because I mean, really, the court the uh, is really the uh, only you know sort of actor in Gotham here that hasn't really shown a weakness, except for the fact that the Waynes have the owl statue. They have the owl statue, and you know what? There's whatever the relationship is with um, Falcone, who mm-hmm. didn't make an appearance in this episode directly, at least. Yeah. Um, you know, he's still he's got his in with them, mm-hmm. and then it's also whatever the uh gordon relationship is to the court of owls it all needs explained gotham tv writers no. what are you doing to me <clears throat> i don't understand okay well we've talked almost <laughs> an hour on this episode so we should probably wrap nice. up now okay so time for the arbitrary scare where i throw out a random number and a thing and we decide how much we like the episode within the scale you guys can vote in the chat room too or let us know in the chat room okay Anne marie out of 37 little twinkies how many little twinkies do you give this episode you're gonna like this okay 37. 37. What? A perfect score? From me. What? It was amazing! I have to take my hat off because my brain's expanding. (laughs) (laughs) No, I mean, I don't think I disliked anything. Mm-hmm. I mean, have I complained other than where's Butch? No, not at all. And that doesn't happen. I complain about all of the things. Mm-hmm. I'm excited. I can't like this was so good. And the preview for next week looks even better. <laughs> so like next week, I'm already giving it 40 Twinkies. Like nice. I am preemptively giving it better. Than it's a not going to be Twinkies next week. I though. know. Don't it's change not- the scale. I'm not. 
I'm not. I'm not. I'm just saying. It was so good. Okay, over in the chat room, Wing gives it 35 little Twinkies. Monica gives it 34 little Twinkies. Jordan gives it 35 little Twinkies. And Casa Commotion, Casa Commotion rather, uh, gives it 34 little Twinkies. Or so, Inkies. Inkies. Uh, let's see. As for me, <laughs> um, I'm gonna. I think I'm gonna have to match you, Anne Marie. I'm gonna give it. Th- I'm gonna give it 36.9 little Twinkies. No, so just chop match. one foot off, Lee, and then that's. Oh, let's chop the foot off, Lee. How do I bring Gotham to life? <laughs> bring Gotham to life. No, but it, it was a fantastic episode. Actually, don't bring Gotham to life. I'm a little scared it, it right was, now. It was so great to see uh, Jerome again. Uh, it was done he's been so sorely well. missed. So um, well. Like I said, the only issue I had at all was the sort of info dump scene. But even that I thought was well It was well a necessary evil. And entertainingly written. Right. So, it was a necessary evil. Yeah. And like I said, I think it was more about Lee than Jerome. Definitely. Definitely. Darn Twinkie. Okay. So uh, I guess that about does it for our main discussion. Now, on to the news. News. First up, the ratings. Gotham held steady with its numbers uh, last week with a 1.2. So uh, it's so Gotham's keeping it going. The only thing I'll say is it demolished Supergirl's premiere. What was that? We had so much better ratings than Supergirl, which was the Kevin Smith directed. Oh, did it not do very well? No, nah, not really. Didn't even hit a 1.0. Uh, oh, and a cost commotion in the chat room mentions no one lost an eye in this episode. You too. know, no one did lose an eye. Which Gotham TV writers slipping, I guess. They're slipping. slipping. Okay, slipping. so uh, next we're going to check out the the promo for next week's episode. Turn the frown upside down. Another smile-related uh, promo. So let's check this out well, here. that's because it's... Gotham City is very dark. It's very, dark very and dark. twisty. And uh, then there's a uh, chemical plant with some clown stuff. Uh, oh, was it the chemical plant where they're it, having the... It looked like it, yeah. Oh. Uh, Wayne Manor. Bruce See, is I like upset. this is where like Bruce is like going off on his own. No, because it's an a, actual carnival. There's the circus carnival place. Jerome's face is healed a little bit. Not much. And it's uh, only just been... a room full of mirrors with. Uh... <sighs> okay, so this is my question that I wanted to ask way earlier. Mm-hmm. So, what you know, his dying task was to kill Bruce Wayne. Yeah. But that was, you know, Galavan told him to kill Bruce mm-hmm. Wayne. Why is he still stuck on that? Excuse well, me. It, it, from the looks of this trailer, he is still stuck on well, that. Yes, I In know this he week's is. episode, I got the impression he was just like, oh, that's what I was doing when I died. Oh, you know, like when okay. you pass out or something, you're like, oh, what was I? Oh, I was. I was <laughs> when riding, you I, pass out. I was riding a scooter and then I was falling. Oh, I oh, fell, wait, on, I the fell on the scooter. Um, no. Okay. So the entire Batman versus the Joker is all based <laughs> around Galavan wanting to take out mm-hmm. Bruce Wayne because <laughs> his family wronged his family 200 years ago. Well, to be fair, though, this isn't Batman versus the Joker. This is Jerome versus Bruce Wayne. But I'm who knows sh- how this is going to end up? These two I, kids uh, might not know that they're the adults when they get to be that age. Like Bruce might know, know that Jerome's the Joker, although he probably should. I mean, it, but Jerome definitely won't know that bruce well, no. is batman or right. most likely won't so right so it'll be interesting but uh okay so uh our next story over here on reddit uh over on the gotham subreddit uh they ended up revealing uh or someone tracked down on tv showtime hey. uh the episode titles coming up and, and a couple episode descriptions mm-hmm. too so uh these are a little spoilery so mm-hmm. we understand if you want to bow out or maybe fast forward about a minute mm-hmm. minute and a half Okay, so uh, episode 15, uh, by the way, the new, instead of Mad City, when they come back, it looks like it's going to be called Fallen City. Which totally makes sense since the whole thing's in the dark. Yeah, uh, but uh, episode 15 will be called How the Riddler Got His Name. 
uh, in the description as Ed finally uh, got gets Penguin to pay for his terrible actions and finds himself with a new dilemma on on which path to take. Oh. Okay, then episode 16 would be called How the Penguin Lost His Power. Which uh, we kind of knew was happening, right? Yeah. Oswald yeah. encounters a past ally from the mob that will form uh, him as who he really is. I think they might have Falcone. Been yeah, it's probably going to be Falcone. Or- it has to. I mean, that's literally like his only ally from the mm-hmm. <gasps> Or fish. Or fit. Wait, wait for it. Oh. Okay, so episode 17 is going to well, be yeah. called The Outsiders, which uh, there is a comic book team uh, called The Outsiders that is led by Batman. Okay. Uh, so I'm thinking this might be our heroes coming together Ooh. in a way out some way outside of the gcpd to maybe you know deal some justice right okay then episode 18 is going to be called meant to be that could be literally anything uh 19 is going to be called scarred absence so yeah i'm thinking that might have something to do with jerome yeah episode 20 is going to be out of the frying pan into the fire uh episode 21 will be from the ashes and then Mm. episode 22 the finale of fish out of the sea so fish has been swimming around and she's going to come back out i guess or something i i definitely feel like yeah they're setting it up to where maybe fish and jerome are the big pieces of the the last few episodes of this season you know, this really, because out of the frying pan into the fire is also another, like, phrase, like, I think it usually has to deal with fish. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, to have that right after that scarred absence, mm-hmm. that kind of... But uh, if you have any speculation Sorry, on these episodes, go. definitely feel free to write in. Also, when you get done watching the episode next week, go immediately to your computer or your phone, write or call in. Mm-hmm. Legends of Gotham at gmail.com is the email address. Oh. Twitter is at Legends of Gotham. Yes. Facebook is facebook.com slash groups slash mm-hmm. Legends of Gotham. And the voicemail number is 424-274-2352. Again, that's 424-274-2352. Uh, you can also catch us on Channel 9 out of Gotham. Uh, but... Uh, <laughs> As always, we're going to start off with the voicemail from Bobby. Take it away, Bobby. Hey, guys, it's Bobby. Okay, so, of course, this is what we've all been waiting for, the return of Jerome. Even though, technically, you know, this whole three-episode arc is supposed to be the return of Jerome, even this week we didn't get him until, like, 31 uh, 31 minutes in. I clocked it, but who's I was about to say, because no one's Uh, watching it or anything. But... There were other things going on this week. Of course, we've got uh, Nigma and Babs uh, pulling one over on uh, Penguin, and I think they are doing that beautifully, totally driving him mad. Uh, I can't wait to see that come to fruition, exactly how that all plays out. And I want to totally see, after listening, uh, reading, rather, an uh, interview with Corey Michael Smith, uh, I want to see Riddler in his full regalia. I know we've seen him kind of yes. play Riddler with some Riddlers and, and uh, clues here and there uh, through the through the seasons. But I just would can't wait to see Riddler in full regalia. Okay, then, of course, you've got uh, Catwoman's mom, Maria pulling one over or cat girl's mom i guess at this point pulling one over on or conning uh bruce and at first i thought he said mamaria like all one word mamaria mamaria and selena and of course bruce saw it coming and but to be honest with you i didn't uh i didn't see that coming um and i love all the foreshadowing um of Bruce and Selena's relationship. I love when they take a moment, like in that fight in this episode, that little fight scene or pseudo fight scene, whatever you want to call it. Um, 
And then uh, Gordon, I love every. Uh, uh, why am I so tongue twisted uh, right now? <laughs> I love Gordon and Bullock acting as almost kind of co-captains at this point. Um, Gordon's relationship with Lee, even though she kind of half admitted to herself last week that she might still have feelings for Jim, uh, she's definitely trying to push those feelings aside, and uh, she's. You can definitely tell her demeanor has changed, uh, and Jim confronts her about it, and I'm glad she glad he did. Uh, don't know if whether she's going to change anything about you know if that's going to change anything, but I'm glad someone said something. Um, oh God, why? Okay. Uh, oh, Lucius Fox. I loved all the, the little yes. asides with Lucius Fox this episode when he was like, "Oh, so I'm just going to stay here. Is that all right? Yeah, yeah. I'm just going to stay here. <laughs> you know, a little thing like, I don't like wanna, that. Um, I don't want to do that. And then, of course, just last but not least, Jerome, uh, which in all but name. Oh, wait, wait a second. I'm good. Not last but not least. <laughs> so many people showed up this week. Just about everyone. We even at least heard Nigma. But where's Butch? Where's Butch? No one has even mentioned Butch. Did I miss did. something? Did has someone mentioned Butch and I just didn't hear about it? Nah, so, we like, talked about it. Is, is he off with Montoya and Alan somewhere? I really don't <laughs> want you. that to happen. Yes. Please. Uh, let me know what's going on with Butch. Okay, uh, now back to last but not least, we have uh, Jerome uh, again in all but name, the Joker uh, iconography and everything. Uh, I love the uh, allusions they made to like all the different versions of the Joker in just this one episode, and but still letting Con Cameron Monaghan uh, make it his own. Mm -hmm. I love his portrayal. I love everything about it, and I I just loved this episode back to front. <laughs> um, as far as ratings go, he watched it in reverse. Ooh, that's uh, fun. Let's see, uh, out of four hundred thirty-four mm -hmm. uh, Joker graffitis around town, or uh, you know what I'm saying, Joker graffiti <laughs> around town. I'm going to give it the full four thirty-four. Uh, this episode was just great. I can't wait to hear you guys squee all over it, Amory, yes, and uh, I'll see you guys in chat. Squee! Thank you very much, Bobby. Uh, very much appreciated. We have another voicemail from Cliff. Take it away, Cliff. Oh, yay! Hello, guys. This Hello. is Cliff from Lexington, Kentucky. Howdy. Uh, I love last night's episode. It was awesome. Uh, it was good to see when, when Bruce was blocking Selena's uh, kicks and punches, you know, the early <laughs> shades of Batman and seeing Joker back. And come on, he is Joker. And next week, it looks like we're going to have a Batman-Joker showdown, the first one. Mm. So, yeah, it was stupendous. And uh, I hope everybody's on board. With him being Joker, oh, and yeah. uh, guess that's all I got. I'm looking forward to the next episode. You guys take care. Bye. Thank you very much, Cliff. That's fantastic. Care, Look at so. that. Quick and to the point. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, uh, we we do have a couple letters before we wrap up here. Over on YouTube, uh, the user Doke Dicer, uh, so, uh, in response to last week's episode, uh, our talk about capitalism, yes. uh, capitalism versus uh, something else. Yeah, uh, but he says, "How is Batman the story of capitalism working out for the greater good? Batman is the story of capitalism working out for a deranged lunatic billionaire with mommy and daddy issues and a taste for beating up the mentally ill. Uh, capitalism working out for the." greater good would be bruce wayne using his wealth to improve funding for schools public health care particularly mental health care and not least the police or, or police or just you know bruce wayne and wayne tech paying their taxes to facilitate the elected officials adequately funding said instances which extrapolating from real world billionaires and mega corporations <clears throat> they most likely take great pains not to do so or to not do so uh anyway i love your work 
I, I love your work, you guys. Uh, so Well, thank you. Yeah. I can see what you're saying there. Mm-hmm. However, he wants revenge. I would respond that Bruce Wayne does do a lot of this charitable stuff. When he's older. By the same token, the Batman project is the least effective way to use his money to save the world and save Gotham City. For sure. Okay, you want to read uh, this last one from Jacob? Yes, this is from Jacob Newman. All right. Hi, Bill and Anne-Marie. I thought tonight's episode of Gotham was excellent. There is no doubt that Jerome will become the Joker. There's always doubt. Um, (laughs) There was a lot of foreshadowing in this episode. I like the Joker card at the guard had in his hand and the blood that splashed on it foretold all of the chaos that is going to happen now in Gotham. Cameron's performance was magnetic. I can't do it. Um, But he had with Lee was great. And the scene he had at the end of the episode with Dwight was terrific. I laughed uh, when the last thing he said to Dwight was that he didn't forgive him for stealing his face. I was, I also said, oh, my God, at the end of the episode before Jim Gordon did. Other things that I really liked was the fight between Bruce and Selena. I think that's a crowd favorite, uh, which, of course, foreshadows the fighting they will do in the near future as Batman and Catwoman. Morena's performance as Lee was good. She is still very angry with Jim and really asserting herself. As for Penguin Riddler feud, plan B is always the way to go. <laughs> Tabitha <clears throat> was good tonight. Where is Butch these days? See, no, everybody's noticing. Um, I wonder what he is doing. I can't wait for next week's episode to see what happens. Uh, we know that Penguin and Riddler are not going to die. Penguin has to stop loving Ed, and I'm pretty sure he will after next week. The big questions are, what is Jerome going to do next? And what is going to happen to him? My predictions are that he will wreak havoc next week, and it will be awesome. <laughs> yes. He is going to get caught and sent to Arkham Asylum, where he will be treated by Do- Dr. Hyling Quenzel. Um, you know the rest, Muffin. <laughs> Uh, has an actress been cast yet to play Harley Quinn? No. Uh, will it be Barbara somehow? Tune in next week. Same bat time, same bat channel. Looking forward to your podcast, Jacob. Same bat time, same bat channel. Thank you, Jacob. Thank you, Jacob. Uh, as always, uh, when you get done watching the episode next week, run! Run! Quickly! And let us know what you think. Legends of Gotham at gmail.com. Twitter's at Legends of Gotham. The Facebook is facebook.com slash groups slash Legends of Gotham. And the voicemail number is 424-274-2352. Again, it's 424-274-2352, and we really hope you do join us next Tuesday, 8.30 p.m. EST at twitch.tv slash universebox. Or live.universebox.com. I, like our chatters did tonight, uh, we, we cleared out about half of them because we went a little extra long, but yeah, we're really Motion, talking Bobby, tonight. Caster, uh, Monica, Wynn, and the rest. And the rest. Uh, we, we really appreciate you guys uh, coming in tonight and uh, joining us. We hope you guys can join us next week. Yes. Uh, now, Anne-Marie, where can people find you? online you can find me on twitter at amd simone or check out my blog crunchycrafty.com as for me you can follow me on twitter at bill meeks you can follow all of the podcasts we do at universebox.com and uh you know what uh you can follow me outside because it's really dark and i'm kind of scared save me Ah! join us next time for more legends Legends of of Gotham. gotham why are you helping me we are all jerome You're good. I'm good. We're good. Let's do this.